Sponsorship of the KQED live audio stream comes from Xfinity Mobile, featuring customized wireless plans. Customers can choose unlimited, buy the gig, shared data, or a mix of both and switch it up anytime. Learn more at XfinityMobile.com. I'm Jim Kleinman, Artistic Director of Playground. Founded in 1994, Playground is the Bay Area's leading incubator for new playwrights and plays. Honey, I'm Home was written by Gita Reddy and was originally developed and premiered at the Best of Playground Festival in June 2004. The cast is Anthony Nemirovsky as Mike, Kerry Sean as Janie, Jim Kleinman, director. Don't move, asshole, or I'll snap your neck like a twig. It's me. It's just me. Don't, don't. Oh, it's me, Janie. Why are you home? Oh, oh, I, oh, I, I, I got laid off. They fired me. Oh, honey, I'm so sorry. What were you thinking? You could have killed me. What happened? Did they say why? I mean, first I get fired by Phil Mackey, and then I come home and expect my wife to, you know, show some... some some strength support and instead you pin me down to the table and threaten to beat the shit out of me oh dear i can see you're upset baby do you want some water just relax tell me what happened what do you think happened we knew it was happening they they had the the company wide conference call saying that people are getting laid off but then jane they only gave us 2 weeks severance huh i know I think we're going to have to to pull the kids out of school and move in with your mother. We won't need to do that. Ten years! I worked 14-hour days every weekend, every holiday, and they only gave me two weeks' pay. It'll be okay. I have some money. Cash hidden in the basement. The earthquake money. A few hundred dollars isn't going to cut it, Janie. I can't even imagine finding a job over the next six months. Everyone is laid off. It isn't a few hundred dollars. It's more like a hundred and fifty-three thousand dollars, give or take seven hundred and thirty-seven dollars. You have a hundred and fifty thousand in cash in case there's an earthquake. Well, or a terrorist thing. Or a, I, uh, I, I don't even know what to say. Why are you saying this? Why are you attacking me like this? I know this is bad. I know I put us in this situation. You don't have to pretend. You You knew I was selling scrapbook supplies. Janie! You did not sell 150K of glue sticks. I did not know. How can you... Cash! Basement! I mean, I... I, 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 Mike, you were the one who told me to be prepared. The day Tyler came home from the hospital, don't you remember? Janie... Just because you're at home now doesn't mean you should sit on your sweet ass all day. You are the CHO here, Chief Home Officer. So, I decided that part of my duty should be to set some money aside if there was an earthquake. And then I kept thinking that if there was a really giant earthquake, I might need more money to bribe people to help them get the kids to safety or to get us water. So, I put some of my scrapbook money aside. Oh, Mike... Don't be like that. I really thought this through. I even thought that there might be massive food shortages. So, do you remember last Thanksgiving? I was in Frankfurt. You were? Oh, oh, that's right. Oh, honey, it was so beautiful. 
Anyway, I really wanted to make sure the kids would have something to eat if there was a big emergency, and so... You won't believe it. I made bread from dried leaves from the oak tree. I don't understand. You, you put leaves in your bread? Oh, no. Yuck. I was reading the Red Book Guide to Surviving Nuclear Winter, and I found this great recipe. You gather dried leaves and use them to make flour for a rustic holiday loaf. So I did it. I gathered the driest leaves and crushed them into a flour, and then I made bread out of it. Oh, it was so delicious. And it was so fun. It felt so good, grabbing bunches of leaves and crumbling and mashing it to tiny bits. Because you have to do it by hand. Like they say, if there is mass chaos, there isn't going to be any electricity for the food processor. What are you talking about? That is not a saying. No one says that. And even if they did, our oven uses electricity, Janie. Michael Xavier O'Connor. I can't believe you think so little of me. Of course I didn't bake it in the oven. The kids and I spent all last summer learning how to make ovens in the ground, like the Native Americans. We can do it anywhere now. We have three pits in the backyard. You made a four- and six-year-old dig pits in the backyard. Tyler was seven last summer, and it wasn't like it was child labor. It was educational. We discussed geology. Jane, I, I, I don't know what you've been doing here for the last few years. Ten. Fine. Ten years. But I'm home now. Whatever spare change you've saved up, that's great. But we need to regroup. Right now, as a family, we need a transition plan. Our agenda over the next few months is stabilize our cash flow, explore new job opportunities, contact everyone we know who may have a job opening. Can we... Can, can we... Can, can we please... Let's just take the discussion about your extra cash offline. You know, you are so right. Cash isn't reliable. I knew this would be obvious to you. You know so much more about this stuff. Although in my defense, I did realize that if the government collapsed, that cash would be useless. So I also have about $10,000 in... Gold? Bullets. You bought a gun? <laughs> no, silly. Well, well, not at first. A at first I thought... If there was a real breakdown, I could trade bullets for food. Everyone always needs bullets in a crisis. But then I thought, what if during the exchange they attacked me, tried to steal my supplies? The kids would be hiding in the trees at the edge of the clearing. I would meet my contact in the field to exchange the ammunition for a chicken and two sacks of rice. But instead, he pulls out a knife. I couldn't protect myself. I couldn't protect them. So that's when you bought the gun. Oh, no. That's when I started combat training. Did you know I can kill a man with my bare hands? See? <laughs> that's why when you came in, I thought you were an... I, I was prepared for an intruder or... Well, someone else, not you. Anywho, I got the guns later. Stop this. Stop it!
Janie, honey, I know I have been gone a lot. Too much. I realize that. But can we just take a step back? I'm here now. I can help you. I can get help for you. I know that it's, it's been scary dealing with kids alone. But just what do you think you're doing here? Look, it's scary for me too. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not the kind of guy who can sit at home either. I know it can be hard. Things are changing for us. I need to have some synergy. We need to come together. I need to have a family, a base that I can rely on. I need to have a plan. I do have a plan. I have a plan. Oh, sure, I'll admit that most of the money was originally earmarked for the bioterrorist attack. I know I intended to buy medicine for the kids, but I got three gas masks, and we already got the smallpox vaccines. But now we can use the money for this layoff thing. What about me? What? You and the kids got vaccinations. You and the kids have gas masks. The earthquake thing, the, the bioterrorist thing. You and the kids in the clearing. Where am I in all these little fantasies? How can you say that? They're all about you. In the earthquake scenario, you're trapped under wreckage because your office is on landfill. And of course, downtown would be the center of the biological attack, so you would be... Dead. Or quarantined. Either way, you're out of the picture. You can see that. I mean, the reason I took combat training and survival classes was because of you. Because if there is a war, they kill all the able-bodied men first. Look, when you're dead on the kitchen floor with a bullet in your head, who is going to take care of the kids? I am going to have to fight my way out of the house and then hike with two children over the Sierras to the... to a place I found in the mountains. So can't you see? These plans... They're all about you. About me being gone? Being out of the picture? No. These are our family scenarios. I tried to think of everything. They were realistic. Of course it was for a war. Why else would I need a secret fund of cash? Why else would I buy a cabin in the Sierras and not tell you? And if the kids don't ask after you that much anymore, that's a good thing. When the worst happens, it won't be so hard on them. They won't miss you. These are well-considered plans. It's not that I want you gone. I'm just prepared. Why else would I need to be self-sufficient? Ten years. For ten years, I have held this family in my two hands, ready for anything. I, I mean, I tried to be realistic. I know what you're thinking. You think I'm not being realistic right now. If I was being realistic, I mean, realistically, if you were fired, you wouldn't just come home early. And I, of course, I wouldn't attack you. Of course not. Not when you've been told by Phil that you aren't needed. Not when you are having the worst day of your life. Anyway, realistically, you would call from the office you call and you say, Janie, they fired me. I'm coming home now. And I say, Oh, okay, honey, okay. 
and I would just sit here and, and wait and, and think about what to do next. All the outcomes. All my preparations. I think about how I have held dry leaves in my two hands. I think my two hands are enough. And just as I think I don't need you either, you come through the door. Well, I'm home now. You're late. To subscribe to the Writer's Block and hear more stories, kindly visit www.kqed.org slash writer's block. The Writer's Block is produced by KQED.